Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. This is episode number 99 because I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Producer James has never heard that. I've heard that. Who, 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 who? Who was P. Diddy Witty? Keep one going. Uh, Sean Puffy Combs? Keep going. Um, Puff Daddy? Keep going. Uh... Am I am I wrong? Or I'm just naming the same yes. guy. Yes. Why would I tell? Why would I continue to have you keep saying names if you got it right? Was it Tupac? No. Jay Z. You. So basically, you're gonna go through all the hip hop artists that white people know about. Kanye. It was Jay Z. I said Jay Z. I know. My point was, you were going down the list of 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 hip hop artists that white people know. That this white person knows. Yeah, which there was a short list. I should have let you keep going because he wasn't going to go much further. Like, literally, that's all he knows. Well, I had no idea what the answer was. So I was just going to keep naming him. Until yeah, you gave I me know a that. You, I, I know that you were just naming. First, he really wanted it to be Sean Combs bad because yeah. we went through all of his names. <laughs> and um, then I started just naming the same he was guy. Just like, he just really, he, he knew that it was Sean. In his spirit, he knew it was Sean Combs. He just didn't name what, know what moniker Sean Combs was using when he, you know, produced that track. That's right, because next it was going to be Tupac, Biggie, Snoop Dogg, or Dr. Dre, and then I was fucked. And that was it. He doesn't know any other hip-hop artist, period. And he only knows those because he has a black wife. All righty. Um... Yes, show number 99. Uh, Hopefully, next week for our 100th episode, we will have the completion of the new Libra Lounge with with Keisha studio. Right now, it's just me and a very delicate, pale, blush, pink wall. That's it. I I could be happy with this, but, you know, some people want to be extra and add a whole bunch of other shit. So, anywho, um, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for The Gap. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip The Gap with Keisha. All right, so last week when we recorded our show, I had to remind everyone that we record our shows normally on a Monday, sometimes it's a Tuesday, So we wouldn't know anything about the presidential election when the show was actually broadcasted. But this week, however, (laughs) we know exactly who our new president is. And it is Kamala Harris, is the new president of the United States. (laughs) She is representing for all the black girls, all the brown girls, all the sorority girls. We finally have a black female president. And you know what? I'm pretty sure now I know for a fact God is a black female as well. I guess so, because he let the white man pick her. (laughs) That really wasn't funny. So don't send me any of the hate emails. Send it directly to producer James. All right. Uh, I will leave his direct email in the comments, <laughs> all right? Yes, but this is such a big thing. We just made history again, okay? Yes, Joe Biden won, uh, but this just, I tried to describe what a feeling this is to a person who is a white male who is at the top of the food chain, how it feels for people like me 
to have someone who knows my culture, who's part of my culture, who looks more like me than like Bill Clinton and I, you know what I mean? I can't relate to that. There's just something, I didn't know that this moment was going to come during my lifetime. I hoped that it would. Actually, I hoped that it would have been Skylar, but Kamala, that's okay. You beat us to the punch, you paved the way. Uh, but this is just a moment that is history forever and ever. This is something that cannot be taken away from us. It is, I'm a feminist first and above everything. So we have a female in the White House and she's not the wife of the president or the vice president. And we now have another person of color in the White House who's not part of the staff, who doesn't park the cars, who's not cooking the food. She's running some major shit up there because we all know Joe Biden and his little onset of dementia. I don't know if he gonna make the whole four years, Joe. Joe, just try to make it through half of the first year. That I'm giving Joe half of the first year before Kamala's like, look, Joe, let me just... I'm going to write it down, Joe. I'm going to write it down. you just going to say everything. <laughs> I'm going to feed you the line. Put one of them little things in his ear and give me the mic so I can just tell him exactly what to say. I think that's how it's going to be a little bit. And here's why. It's not because I'm taking away anything from Joe Biden. It's because black bitches are bossy. Like, we can't just go to the White House and be the vice president because in our heads, we are the president because that is how I would be. I mean, even if I was going to the White House as a visit, I'd be like, I'm the president now. What's that movie with Tom Hanks and the Samoa guy? I'm the captain now. That would be me. Miss Holman Owens, you have been invited to come to the White House and get a full tour and possibly meet the president. That would be me saying, Joe. I'm the president now. So how does it feel for a person of non-color, and in James's case, a total lack of color, to see that we just made history again? As a humanist. Oh, here we go with this bullshit. Here we go. He can never, ever, ever, ever just let me pitch him the fucking ball and him hit it back directly into my glove. I, he has uh, to hit the ball. What's, what's it called? A field or a foul when you do it wrong? He's got to do a, a foul. He cannot just, I'm, I'm doing this to him. Because I'm, every time we start we making it about all these immutable traits, it's the first black woman to do this, the first the first uh, yellow lesbian to do that, the first um, orange transgender to do X. All we're doing is continuing to put focus on the traits that we keep saying shouldn't matter, but they do, and they will. And so that's as a humanist- that, So that is some shit that only a white man would No, that's say. not only a turn white man Turn your mic off. Yeah, my show, turn man. it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn the mic off and step away. You are not going to steal this moment. You know, here's the thing is that, you know, when you are a person of color and you have start having children and your children ask you about, oh, can I be this? And, oh, can I be that? A lot of the times we say yes, knowing goddamn well that is not the most. You can be a shoemaker. You know what I mean? Like, you see your, (laughs) I'm only going based off of your child's talents. 
You're not talented enough to be the president, baby. But perhaps you can make shoes that the president will wear. Well, there's plenty of dumb kids of every shape, size, and color. Oh, God. So. That, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There well, are a, a fucking colony of dumbness. Children are a colony of dumbness. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're not just part of the colony of dumbness. They always got to ask questions. So you just the dumbest of questions. Are you black? That's the kind of shit little kids come... Is that a beard? Is that the sky? Little kids will ask the dumbest <laughs> questions. And that's why I shoot back, shoot back at, I don't know, is it? You tell me. And they, and they know the answers. They just want to be dumb. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what it is. But yes, we made history. Honest to God, it took so fucking long for them to get all the numbers in. I, I was at the point that I almost didn't care. You know what I mean? I almost didn't care who it was. Just like, just fucking pick a person already uh again that's gonna go down in history because have we ever not known the night of before yeah who well if you remember uh... i don't clearly i don't that's why i asked the question <laughs> so george bush and al gore uh at that's the why night... i don't remember well the night of uh they called it for al gore mm -hmm. and after the florida recount mm -hmm. it flipped the election and george bush won so we don't we don't we don't really know who the president is for sure until the electoral college makes its vote in December. That's when it's actually official. The popular vote doesn't pick the president. Congratulations, Joe Biden, on being <laughs> our next president of the United States of America. And I'm going to extend that congratulations to Kamala Harris, who is the first female vice president and the first person of color to be vice president. Happy now? Because I know he is pure pissed off with me saying all that. I'm not, no, I'm not pissed at all. He just, I, just, he just don't understand. I don't like, things. I don't like Joe Biden, but I was tired of Trump, period. And I'm a libertarian. So. And here's the thing, y'all. Y'all know this fucking cornhole is going to act the most foolish. It's going to be the foolishness of all foolery because he's not just going to go silently. Go quietly into that good night. He no. going, <laughs> he is going to be a black person when you give a black person a badge and a mic. We don't know how to act. We just at the full. We be singing songs. We be creating things. We create new words. Just we. He is going to know. He's gonna be like, well, maybe Trump. Maybe Trump does have a little black in him because he gonna act the fool before all of this is over. He's not gonna go silent. They're probably gonna have to drag him out of the White House. I can actually see them dragging his ass out and then they just throw Melania out too. Gone, girl, gone. Um, but I don't think anyone in the world is more happy about Joe Biden being president than Melania. She's like, I free, I free, I free to get divorced. I divorce now? Is that how she talked? She kind of sounded Asian a little bit no when idea. I did it. If she sounded, Melania, she, I'm sorry, Melania. What are you again, Russian, Ukraine? Yugoslavian, what was it? Mail order bride. What 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 postage? What what postage? What what country did it say on the stamp? Uh, I come FedEx. I know, but it still has to have that little stamp. What country did we start in? What is she? Uh, good question. Scandinavian. No, no, no. She's no. a trapped wife. She's from trapped Whiteville, Whiteville, because that woman has been. A trapped wife. Okay, so she is born in uh, Novo Mesto, Slovenia. So she's Slovenian. She's Slavic. She's Slavic. 
I don't know what that means. Is that the same place where Count Dracula is from? Because he's been no. in the news a lot lately as well. Because uh, we thought we were gonna have to hire him out of to come out of retirement to help with the counting of the fucking ballots. Uh, but congratulations, Melania. Now you can get the divorce that you very well deserve because we don't know how you made it through the four years. Because there's times that we could tell you wanted to slap the dog shit out of Donald. And all the times that he tried to grab your hand and you, we saw you and a motherfucker did not tell you not to goddamn touch my hand. I don't give a fuck about these cameras running around here. And she probably said it like in Stan Scandinavian or Kozlovskian or Yugolian. Slovenia. Slovenia. Slovenian. Is Slavic. that by Russia? It's, Is that the same place that Dolph Lundgren's character from uh, Rocky was from? No. It says that the same country? No. Is it on the same continent? It's in Europe. But they sound the same, right? They speak the same language? No. So Dolph Lundgren and Melania Trump are not from the same country? No. But yet when they speak, they have the same kind of accent. <laughs> so you're telling me they're not, there's no, it's, their countries are not even by each other? What country that I know of is by the place where she's from? Yugoslavia is what it used to be. But you Yugoslavia is part of Russia, right? No. These are all Russian countries? Wait, is Russia one country or is it a combination of several <laughs> hey, no, little wait. countries? Let's let's take this fucking geography Is that why they call it Mother Russia? It, Mother Russia okay. was the USSR. Uh-huh. Uh, it broke up. Okay. So Russia, it's the baby countries. U Russia, Ukraine, and Yugoslavia, which is where Melania Trump well, is no, from. Yugoslavia was always its own thing. That's is that in Iceland? Because it sounds Icelandic. No, Iceland is in a totally different direction. Dolph Lundgren is from Sweden. Dolph Lundgren ain't Russian, no, but his not. character in the movie was Russian. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Which is the same place that Melania Trump is from, right? No, she's so from is Melania Slovenia. Trump from the real place where Dolph Lundgren is from or from the fake place that Dolph Lundgren is from? Neither. Is there any relation between Dolph Lundgren and Melania Trump? 0. 0.0. Okay, this is my last question. Is the country that Melania Trump is from, is it in Russia? No. Well, then what country is it from? Slovenia. That is, is not no country. country. That sounds like some shit from Hotel Transylvania. Y'all, quit listening to producer it James. It is the Republic of Slovenia. It is Okay, it's bordered by Italy to the west. So she's Italian? No, her country is next to Italy. And then south of Austria. That's where Marie Antoinette's from. And the Baltic, sorry, the Adriatic Sea is on the southwest side of it. So is there anyone else who's from the place where she's from that we know? Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find famous Slovenian. Exactly my point. She just, she would prefer just to say she's from Russia. Hang on. Okay. Wikipedia may tell me. Uh-huh. It needs to tell you quickly. I'm trying. Tick, tick, tick. It's tick, a lot tick, of scrolling. Tick, 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 tick. Anyway, now that she is free to divorce. Okay, here we go. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. uh, notable film actors. Okay. Uh, ooh. Uh-huh, that's what I thought. Uh, Ida Kravanja. Uh, okay. No, a lot of weird letters. Um, uh -huh. Oh, an author? Nope. Uh, if you love literature, you may love the 16th century work of Primoz Trubar. Only the uh, people in that country know about who that is. Only the people in that country bought the book. 
Uh, we may enjoy uh, musical groups such as the 1980s industrial music group Siddhartha. Okay, so basically Melania Trump put what's the country again? Slovenia. On the map. All righty then. Okay, so I wonder once she divorced Donald, is she going to move back? She's an American citizen. Oh, so she got it made. She did look. She went from a nobody, from a nobody-ass country that nobody still knows about, because I think everyone thinks that she's Russian. I can see how people make that mistake, but no. And then she's got the whole, that cold Russian stare that she has every time Donald Trump or one of his children passes by. It looks so Russian. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So something else that has been making the news a lot is paid... why are you laughing? Just be that entire last 10 minutes of fucking idiocy was great. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to get it right. I just, I feel like I should have the correct facts <laughs> that we sent out. And I'm willing to tell you, everyone thinks she's from Russia. And we've all been okay with that, even though we knew it was wrong. But everyone was okay it was with wrong. it. You didn't know it was wrong until about four and a half minutes ago. I really just didn't care all that much. (laughs) I just felt sorry for this woman all the years that she's been married to Donald Trump. Um, So something else that has been in the news is paid paternity leave for dads. I personally, being the feminist that I am, I think that men should most definitely get paid paternity leave because maybe that will stop some of the moms from going batshit crazy at home with a newborn baby and other kids and you still have to function and run a household yeah i think it is kind of a a crazy the idea that the man should go back to work like that and provide for his family but put the woman in a position where she has to do everything yeah the whole time that's that's a lot and then you'd be wondering why she snapped on her fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> and like, why did I come home and the newborn baby has two black eyes? What happened here, guys, while I was at work? You know, I think that we, we especially here in America, we put so much pressure on mothers to bounce back so quickly. And we shouldn't do that at all. It's, you know, it's, it's, you're trying to bond with your child as well, but fuck, you're going to be sleep deprived for the first year. You know what I mean? And then don't, don't have a colicky baby or a baby with any kind of extra special needs. It's pretty rough. And I think that's a bonding time for the parents as well. It's their baby. It's not just the mom's baby. Unless I'm the mom, then you're just my baby. Um, yeah, I kind of wonder what a good paternity leave duration would be what what is it but i think that um there are some countries that already do it and i want it's longer than six weeks oh yeah there's a lot of uh uh, european countries that have longer periods and i don't think that maternity leave should just be for six weeks it's like six weeks okay it's week six six i have come to terms that i had a baby you know what i mean you're still not all the way right with a lot of shit um Six weeks is just what it takes for your body to start to have a period again. I don't understand where they got six weeks from. That's just not long enough. I don't know. It's There's some it's, countries where you get a paid leave for like a year. I think, you know what? Look underneath Sweden. Sweden is well on it. 
Well, the European, like the uh, the EU maternity leave directive is uh, 14 weeks, a minimum of 14 weeks of maternity leave. So a okay. country can do more, uh -huh. but they can't do less. Wow. That's pre I mean, that's better than what that's we have months. here, which is six weeks. I mean, think about a baby. Three months, you kind of can understand what each one of their cries is for. You know, I poop, cry. I'm hungry, cry. I pee, cry. I'm just going to be an asshole, cry. You start to, around month three, you can kind of identify that. But I, I think that it's unfair to the fathers, and I think that it's also unfair to the family units for the dads to have to immediately go back to work because everything is dumped in the new mom's lap, and she's trying to be a new mom. I mean breastfeeding all of it is such a challenge just the baby part of it and that's not adding into it oh i gotta cook dinner i gotta go to the grocery store i gotta take this kid to little league i gotta do this i gotta do that you have put more pressure on the, the moms just stay pregnant because once the baby's here the world puts too much pressure on you okay when we get back from this break we're gonna talk to rachel mcmurray um she's gonna break down breast cancer and some of the misconceptions about breast cancer um to us and then she's also gonna tell us about this new innovative way to possibly keep as much as your well as much of your hair as you possibly can while you're going through chemo we'll be right back Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Batter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I have in the studio with me today, Rachel McMurray, who is a realtor, but now she's becoming an activist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm naming it and claiming it. Um, so, Rachel, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Um, my name is Rachel. Um, I just went through what I mean like what do you want me to say like everything about myself <laughs> start with birth okay Let's go from I was born in just kidding <laughs> so okay so by trade you are a realtor you're a super mom um but people will be very surprised to learn that you just went through the fight of your life with breast cancer yes um how and when did you find out that you did have breast cancer. So I was diagnosed on July 2nd of last year, 2019. I was diagnosed and um, I kind of knew like before then that there was probably an issue, but that mm -hmm. was like the day that I got the phone call that said, yes, it is you have cancer. It. Yeah. 
But did you go to the doctor so, because you thought something was wrong? No, I just went for my yearly, like, okay. um, I went for my yearly exam, and then, and I had a lump, and so um, they just checked it, mm-hmm. and when they did the mammogram, they said, we actually found another one, and so we want to do a biopsy, and so they um, send you to go get a biopsy, and then once they do the biopsy, that's when you get, like, an actual diagnosis. You know, I think about all the things that we can do, like send a man to the moon. Don't we have a man going to Mars or something? Like that? Do we? Is that is that right, producer? Jay? There, he's that leaving Earth. That was a movie. That was a movie. And called the, the Martian. That shit wasn't real. I thought that. No. Have you ever seen the movie with the aliens in South Africa? Oh, District what? Nine. We saw yes, that. District Nine. I thought that was real. Aliens in South Africa. Yes. We watched it. I thought What's the name was... of the movie? Aliens in South Africa? No, no. District 9. District 9. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a documentary. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And then he turns to that big cockroach alien-looking thing at the end. I don't know. I didn't get that far. Well, he turns into <laughs> a big... He turns into one of those creatures. Spoiler but I thought that was alert. real. Spoiler It oh. probably could be. But here's my point. Okay. Yeah, we, we can yeah. do so many things. Mm-hmm. But yet and still... If we could you, send Matt Damon to Mars. Why do you, like, I, to me, it seems like they would be able to say, okay, from the mammogram, yes, right. this is, can't, then you have to still do all the biopsy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, well, well, don't we, we've come so far. Well, think about it, though. Like, if you just look at a lump on your skin, do you know if it's a wart, a zit, a blackhead, a cyst, a blister, a melanoma? No, you don't. Ever. I don't, but I expect <laughs> my doctor to be able to say that's a wart, that's a cyst, or, they, you know. Well, they have to look at the type of cyst. I know, I know, and I know. That's the problem. I know. So when they told you, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a horrible day. What, what, when they told you, yes, it is breast cancer, what were the first five thoughts that you had? I don't know if I had five thoughts. I just cried. Like, right. I just cried a lot, and then um, I just, I cried. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to pull myself together, and, I mean, all you get is just one word. Like, yes, it is. And right. you don't even know, like, what kind right. or anything. No one ever wants to hear that the C word. Right. So, period. I mean, you just kind of, like, I don't know. I just kind of pulled myself together, and... So was it, I mean, was the first thought, your life, your family, like the very first reactionary thought, what, what was it? Um, I mean, what, what, what thought made you cry, or was it just the word cancer? It just, I mean, no, it was just the thought of, like, having to go through it, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not married, and, you know, that was... You have 10 kids, right? I do have a lot of kids. <laughs> But they're kids, you know? Like, I don't want to put that but on them. You know, it's, I want, it's, it's like, so many them to be able to be right kids. Though? Yeah. How many are yours? I only have three. See, I thought you had four. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I okay, haven't. so let me just tell everyone. Rachel and I are friends. We've yeah. been friends since <laughs> our kids were in eighth grade. Yeah. And we were forced together because we did PTO. So, yeah, I know she has only three kids. But her house is like... I know. A modern day orphanage, yeah. <laughs> or maybe what's what is the what's my the my um my uncle he likes to say that I run a um, halfway house. 
but they the people didn't go to prison first. No, it was no, just no, a halfway no, yeah, house yeah. from I went from a fucked up place. Let me go to Rachel's <laughs> and get myself together, get some food, get loving, then I can go back out into the world. But I don't think they really leave that often. They like to stay. I, I'm down to two actually right now. So are I, they I yours? One is. See what I mean? <laughs> Only one of them is really hers, okay? She always has, like, her home is like a safe haven for everybody. I just kind of go over there and, and I'd be like, what y'all cooking? I have some openings. I actually was going to bring you some chicken noodle soup. I have it on the stove, but it wasn't done in time, and I didn't want to be late. What was the last thing that I went, the last time I was at your house, you made chicken spaghetti? Oh, yeah, that's and so, since producer James is allergic to spaghetti, I mean, that spaghetti chicken, that's oh. one of those things I haven't had in a long time. And you're like, do you want to play? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I do. Okay, all right, let's get back. All right, so, of course, I, could, I couldn't even, I, it has to be It's just over, your, it's it's overwhelming. Everything. It's super overwhelming yeah. because you don't know how much it's going to cost. You don't know, oh, you yeah. know, if it's going to actually take your life or if you're just going to get really sick. Right. I did not want to lose my hair. I, you know, was, I don't, I mean, I have a lot to, like, keep living for. Right. So, and I don't, I don't know that I really went there. Mm -hmm. um, it just was more just overwhelming that, like, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> I okay. don't. Like, I don't, have time for this. Like, because... I don't have time for this shit. Like, no, I'm I don't have, have to be I have, like, bills and right. stuff to pay, and I just... So I think that was just my, like, crying was just, I, you know, made it through divorce twice, and, you know, I'm starting to, like, get back on my feet, and now this. So it was right. just, like, another, Thing. Knock, and you're you know, like, like yeah, just another, like, knock like, you down. Yep. So... <clears throat> You, you and I were talking the other day, and it never dawned on me because uh, breast cancer just runs so strongly in my family ever since I was a kid. So hearing breast cancer just isn't like, ooh, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, oh, fuck. So there's so many misconceptions about breast cancer, mm -hmm. and I don't understand why, but what are some of them well, that you've heard? I mean, the the age of people being diagnosed is getting younger and younger. Like we, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm 42 and I was 41 when I got diagnosed, but I mean, one of my friends, she just got diagnosed. She's 29 mm -hmm. and we just, there's another girl in the area. She's 24. <clears throat> yeah. And they always tell and me, Oh, we're not going to start mammograms. Yeah. Until so you're, I mean like, yeah. right. So you have to advocate for yourself because yes. I mean, one, if you feel something and it's, you're 20 or 30 or whatever, I mean, you can't just say, like, I'm young, I'm too young for that. Yeah. Like, that's not a... It's not true anymore. No. And Because I, mm -hmm. I think people, when they hear breast cancer, they think 45 and up. Right. Well, part of that is because that's when they start well, doing yeah. mammograms. Well, yeah, that's when they yeah. start covering them. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy to yeah. me. Um, what's another misconception? So I had another friend, um, well, one of the girls that just recently diagnosed like she has implants and one of her you know another one of our friends she was like I I just kind of assume like if I had implants that mm -hmm. I was less likely to get it which I don't know why but right. I mean but you kind of I don't know maybe you don't like you don't have as much breast tissue. I think that's know? what like it is. Maybe that's people, your, like, right. I don't have that much breast tissue, so I'm not going to, maybe I'm not as susceptible. Um, I don't know, but. 
You can that, still get cancer can, even yes. if you can get <laughs> yeah. cancer even if you get a, mas a mastectomy. Right. Like even yeah. I mean right now like I don't have any breast tissue. Mm -hmm. Everything I have is from my stomach um, because I did a surgery called deep flap, and they like take your tissue from your stomach and then they put it up top. So since you said that. Uh huh. I know we were talking before the show about your left boob, how they're going to take from your right boob. Yeah, put, so... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? I got something oh, better for you. Oh, what? I'm in desperate need oh, of no. lipo. Yeah, they actually won't, like, I don't know, like, you're not supposed to, or you can't, like, You can't take, use someone else's fat? Mm -mm. I was reading about it last night. Because, girl, Absolutely. I will give you all the fat that you possibly could ever want. <laughs> like, you will have Dolly Parton-sized titties. I have, I have lots of extra. I'm, I could donor. I could be a donor, too. But. Damn it. I mean, oh, maybe well. that'll come around. Who knows? Yeah, yeah one man, day we're like, you know yeah. what? When we yeah. there's gonna be a bunch of fat, happy women saying, "I can get rid of my fat and then be well." I mean, someone. fat like is so like it's a contributor to so many other like mm -hmm. you know diseases and stuff. Like if we got rid, if we just did more lipo, then maybe we could eliminate. <laughs> you know? Yes. Who knows? <laughs> maybe when Matt Damon gets back from Mars, he'll have it figured out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Turn your mic off. Right. <laughs> now, you're not going to poke fun at me on my show. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so, that's one of the misconceptions. I mean, there's, I've heard some really, really just weird things. Here's another one that I found out. Um, you know, when you have breast cancer that runs in your family, you get that genetic testing, oh, the yeah. BRAC testing mm -hmm. done, which I got that yeah. done. It came back negative, but you can still get it. Even I didn't, if that comes back I negative. Had, mine did come back negative, and I had and it. Still, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's not true that if that comes back negative, that you're not in the clear. No. You still got to get your mammograms done and, and all of that good stuff. James, because he knows so much about breast cancer misconceptions. No. Go ahead. Say no, what misconceptions. Say. Uh -huh. I, heard, I heard somebody say one time they would not have, give their baby breast milk because oh. they thought it carried cancer. Really? I heard, really? Yeah, you want misconception. That's yeah. probably a big one. That's just stupid. Yeah. No, they said after their uh So they thought they were gonna cancer, give it to the baby. They didn't want them to breastfeed after they passed mm. it after they were over it because they thought, well maybe that passes. So okay, so basically you know how those um what do you call the big lawsuits? Uh, civil suits? A class action class lawsuit. Action. Okay, so you know how there's that big class action lawsuit about baby powder and cancer, oh, they're going to do a new one now with breast yeah. milk and cancer. It's going to be a class action loss. That's not true, people. It does not. That does not happen like that. Um, so once you are diagnosed with breast cancer, I don't, I, I wanted to say once you kind of have collected yourself a little bit <clears throat> to have to talk to your doctors, what, it, you know, what treatment options do they give you? Well, so... Mine, they like did a bunch of tests, and they did not think it was in my in my lymph nodes. Okay. So my original treatment plan was just that I was going to have surgery because you were stage one. I was a stage one B. Um, <clears throat> so they gave me the option, like I could just have my. It was only on my left side. Okay. So I didn't have to do a double, um, but I mean the chances of it. Mm -hmm. Ending up later, I mean, I didn't want to take a chance of, you know, it coming back right. and then having to go through all of this again. Like, mm -hmm. I would rather just 
do everything at once, get rid of all breast tissue, yeah. and then, um, and I wanted them to match. Right. <laughs> you know, that was, I mean. We, I mean, we, we want our titties yeah. to, to look like <laughs> twins, you right. know. So, I didn't have to do both, but I did do both just to be more aggressive. Um, and then once they did the surgery, they came back in the pathology report because they took a couple lymph nodes, like, just to check anyways. They came back and they said that it was in the, it was in a lymph node, a micro cell was in the lymph node, which they treat one cell, like they do 100 cells, and so the next course of action is chemo, mm -hmm. which is what I really didn't want to do because I didn't want to swear. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even like, I don't know, there's so many like thoughts and emotions that like go through, you know, it's kind of like. When I first, when they first said, you know, like, you just have to do surgery, and then they wanted to do radiation afterwards, mm -hmm. and, um, and then my cancer is estrogen positive, so um, they're going to shut down my ovaries mm -hmm. and all of that. So that's, I mean, I knew I was going to have to do that part, but I kind of felt like I was getting off easy, not having to do the, can the chemo, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's kind of like that survivor's guilt or the, mm -hmm. you know, like, my house didn't flood, but your, my neighbors right. did, you yeah. know, like. So I was relieved, but then, you know, also, like, felt a little bit, you know, like, my story's not that <laughs> great, because <laughs> um, I didn't have to go through that. Right. But then after, you know, they came back and said it is in the lymph node, and we do want you to do chemo, I didn't want to do chemo. Right. Um, and, you know, I was scared. I was scared of being sick. I was scared of, I really didn't want to lose my hair. Like, I mean, I know I keep saying that, but... It was a really big deal, you know, right. for me. Like, I just, I just didn't. I feel like I felt like I could have handled, like, the being kind of sick part, but, right. like, I just really didn't want to lose my hair. Right. It's and enough that you're having to fight for your life. Your boob is gone. Right. You're like, can I at least keep my hair? Yeah, I mean, you, like, wake up, I mean, people who say, like, oh, you got a boob job and a tummy tuck, like, is the worst thing that you can hear. I mean, people say that. They say it a lot, and... It's, like, the worst thing you can hear after you just got done, like, with breast cancer surgery. Right. People, I mean, it's real because, I mean, you do kind of get a tummy tuck because they're taking the, you know, skin from right. and fat from there and they're putting it up here. And not everybody has that surgery, but it's, I didn't elect to have a tummy tuck, you know, like, right. I had a cancer I didn't go diet. in for plastic surgery. No. It's like, I mean, that, it's almost like saying you attempted suicide. So you have a good reason to wear a hat now. Right. Like that's, yeah, that is yeah. pretty and terrible thing to say. That's really insensitive, and that's coming from me, and I'm an asshole. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say that. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's pretty. I mean, pretty, I think people are trying to, like, find like, the positive yeah. side, but it's. It's like, I'm going to need to be in full remission for 99 years right. before you can crack right. jokes about, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, it's it's I mean, serious. Right. So, I mean, I didn't keep my nipples mm -hmm. because my, um, one of my lumps was too close to the nipple, mm -hmm. and so, I mean, again, like, <laughs> it's not a boob job, and it's not just a tummy tuck, you know, like, it's... Well, you, that way, and you I, don't have to worry about passing breast cancer on to the baby, you would be breastfeeding. Right, I'm not so, breast, you know, I am, bre I'm not breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive, that one's just... I mean, my, my favorite, like, joke is, you know, whenever it's cold, I always say, like, if I had nipples... You said the other day <laughs> when you came here, you're like, it's if so I had cold, nipples, if I had nipples, I'm like... I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But. Got it. So, okay. A lot of people, when they 
when they hear cancer, they only know chemo, but there's so many other things. So can you kind of tell us, I just wrote down the pill, chemo, radiation, what each one does and what it's, you know, what are supposed to be the results of it? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the surgery, you're removing all the tissue that it can possibly live in. But like you just said, like, they can't remove every, like, mm -hmm. cell. So there's always a chance of it coming back. But you have the surgery, and then the chemo, like, is going to run the medicine, like, through your blood system mm -hmm. and kill anything that could be through your lymph nodes, whatever. So you have that, and then, and then typically after that, you do the radiation, which kills it, like, skin level. Right. Like, anything that's hiding in your skin. And that... I've heard that's the worst. Well, I don't know if it's the worst, but it was pretty... It's... Like, I, when I first got there, I was just mad. I was mad. I was done. I was, like, yeah. over it. I was not nice to those nurses, and right. that's not even me. Like, I, mm -hmm. I just couldn't – I just sat there and cried. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. Right. I've already done, like, six, you know, months yeah. of all this. I don't want to do anymore. And so then it, like, feels like an imaginary, like – procedure that you're doing because you like lay on this bed and this thing like zooms over you but nothing happens and so and you're just radiation. like yeah and you're like well this is stupid and not even doing anything <laughs> but i have to come here every single day are you day. sure it's working <laughs> yes like is it mean, on is it, it is the thing on yes, you know yeah so you say that for like the first like you know two it's six weeks 30 rounds Thank every God. day for five i mean every day of the week for six weeks so you say that, like, for the first couple of weeks, and then it starts working. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, okay, I see, <laughs> And then I you're see, like, the it's last week, oh, yeah, the last week, like, you're burnt, like, really, yeah. really bad. It, I mean, they did it on my left side. So, like, all here was super, super burnt, and then all down my middle, like, and then your skin, like, starts, like, blistering yeah. and starting to open. You still have to go back and sit there, which used to be, like, an imaginary <laughs> thing that's happening, and now it's real because every day it just keeps getting worse and right. worse and worse right so i think i can remember when i was little and my grandmother was going through breast cancer maybe the first i can't remember if it's the first or the second time and she would she showed me like when she was going through radiation it just looked like someone got a pin and was just marking which that was oh no so they many do mark ago. you no you're yeah. right with your I memory is right like, because they they mark you and then they put these little stickers. They're called markers. Mm -hmm. And then that's where they radiate. Yeah. So see, you have to keep, like, Sharpie on you at all yeah. times. Like, and I was to, just like, yeah. as a kid, I mean, I was in elementary. I was like, yeah. Why do you have marker on you? And she, I'm sure she was trying to explain it. But I was just like, yeah. they put marker on you. I just <laughs> remember that. I just. It, it, yeah. And then you have, like, anxiety. Like, what if the marker comes off? Like, yeah. Like, in the middle of the summer. And so I'm, like, trying to go. I went to the river. I went to, you know. Wherever, I mean, right. the beach, like, I didn't, like, stop my life. I right. just kept drawing on myself. You kept drawing on yourself? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I know it's supposed to be one right here. It was right here, right? I would, like, take a picture every time before I went somewhere so I could reference it and go, okay, this one came out. Let me put it back, you know? Yeah. It would be real funny is if you came back from the river with like a dick and balls. Yeah. Like, oh my your side God. <laughs> that would have, like, you, if you were to trust one of us, to I know. To draw I was going to say, I mean, you. my friends did draw on me, but yeah. none of them did that. Yeah, I would have totally drew a cum <laughs> shot on you just oh because it's funny. All right, so <clears throat> we've got the pill, we've got chemo, we've got radiation. What was the conversation like when you had to tell your boys that you had cancer? 
So I, um, I kind of like gave my kids a heads up. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of the person, like if I have like any ache or pain or anything, I just like alert the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) they're not any different, you know, like, (laughs) so I mean, I spent a long time like beforehand, like I have a lump, I have a lump. I think it's breast cancer. I think it's breast cancer. And they're like, shut up mom. No, it's not. Right. And you know, then I would tell them like, I'm going to go to the doctor, you know, whatever. So I kind of like, it was a gradual conversation. It wasn't just like something I held inside because I'm not good at doing that mm-hmm. and then told them. But um, I think, I mean, it was, I don't know that there was like one big conversation. I mean, I had one like family meeting and that family meeting was like everybody who lives in my house some of the time, yeah, or, all, at that time. or all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was just like a meeting just to say like, hey, this is, you know, the diagnosis that I got. I mean, the kind of cancer that I had is very treatable. So, you know, it wasn't very, it wasn't a negative like conversation. It was just a, this is the next step. Like I'm Mm -hmm. going to, you know, I've got a bunch of doctor's appointments and I've got surgery in a month and, you know, and I'm going to be fine. And they're boys and they're, you know, they, um, I think Brandon was actually out of town um, and I had to text his dad and tell him, mm-hmm. um, and he said he, you know, he, he got really quiet or whatever, mm-hmm. but I mean, they, they were all very good and supportive and. Right. That's yeah. always hard. It's just, I like mean, I if think the, if it was, if they were smaller, it might be like. They oh, would have really understand it. I mean, yeah. we tell them things now and they just go and fact check what we said on right. like Google. <laughs> You're like, that like, bitch okay. ain't even sick. This is what it really is right here. Because I'm looking at WebMD. This is not what it is, She's mama. Fine. It's something different. <laughs> WebMD right here. I know whenever like, something goes on with me, the first thing Jay said, do not go to WebMD, Keisha. I'm I like, know. People always say that. Don't Google it. I'm like, well, of course I'm going to Google it. The first thing you're going to do is Google it. Yeah. I mean, especially when things are I mean, are that's how I knew it. I had breast cancer. I Googled See? it. You just have to go. I mean. I don't understand why people even waste their breath yeah. by saying don't Google it. Well, I'm going to. I'm not going to Google yeah. it in front of you, what? but immediately afterwards, I will be Googling what's going right. on, you right. know? Right. You just want to, you want to get a clearer understanding. You just. That's the problem. You don't get a clear understanding because no, what you're you looking for, it. when you go Google it or WebMD, you're looking for clear, concise, here's what it is, here's what to do and all that. And in medicine, Hardly anything is like clear without a it's bunch case of other by case. technical yeah. Yeah. information and stuff like that. You yeah. can't make sense of half of what they write down, even though it's exactly accurate. Right. Well, I mean, I so I also self-diagnose myself. Like once you have <laughs> once you have breast cancer, I mean, there's a lot of other cancers that can right. like come next. Yes. And so you're like just always looking for them. Right. So I just had a colonoscopy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, how um, was that? Oh, it was really, the prep was really exciting. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was very exciting. But I, I mean, I was pretty sure that I had colon cancer because I Googled it. Uh-huh. And well, okay, but what so made you think the you number had colon one, cancer? The number one, like, sign that you have colon cancer is that you have blood in your poop. Okay. 
Well, also, if you have hemorrhoids, <laughs> you can Or have, have lots of anal sex. No, that I, can happen. Yeah, I didn't know uh, See, she told <laughs> on herself. Or an infection or lots of other things. Yeah, lots of other things. Or, or just like a, a really bad berries. shit. Yeah. Right. That can cause ble bleeding yeah. sometimes. But I don't actually, I don't have colon cancer. So oh, I'm very, God. yes, I'm very thankful. I uh, took my best friend because um, I, can, I can't say the word right, colonoscopy. No, colonoscopy. Shut up, I know it. <laughs> I can't say it right. That word, I took my best friend to get one, right? Yeah. And she's really kind of private about things, oh. which is why I'm telling exactly what happened yeah. on this show. Yeah. And so when she went back there, they said her name is for the person to come. Yeah. So I'll go back there thinking... Okay, they're going to give me her prescription, all of this. Yeah. But they showed me the pictures. Oh, yeah, their colon. And all, all of a sudden, I just started <laughs> laughing, and a woman was like, what am I? She's going to kill us both because <laughs> I saw the inside of her asshole. Yeah. said, is that shit residue right there? Like, you just, yeah. We, I said, we, this is for life. Yeah. I saw your colon, mm -hmm. and all that was. In it, and yes, it's Although still a good laugh. There's not supposed to be anything left in it. It, it wasn't, but it was just, good. it was just, I saw the inside of it. I never thought I would I do that. I have some leftover prep. I've seen parts of you, too, since you've gone through, uh, yeah. yes, and I'm like, <laughs> I just, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I remember you showed me, like, I don't have a nipple. I'm like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, let, I, let me I, see. I like to... Things. She's show and tell. When we get right, <laughs> when we get back from this break, we are going to talk more with Rachel, um, and she's going to tell us about a new thing that helps female. I guess men too keep sure. their hair when they're going through chemo. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I uh, just wanted to remind you guys to make sure. You're following us on social media, uh, especially Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is, I don't know if I'm in jail again, because <laughs> I was in jail for like almost a year. Really? Yeah, and I don't even know what I said. They just told me what month I said it in. I'm like, uh -uh. who the fuck knows what I said or not, but they I said, said what I said. There was, it's like a weird strike, not a, not a ban. But like a strike against something, a community yeah. standards. So then strike. it means more people can't see your posts. It was, I'm in something right now because the the Libra Lounge Facebook page is like, and it's like because they're not seeing it. Because so they hop on Instagram and like, how come we didn't see you on Facebook? Because I was in jail. Um, but anyway, make sure you're following us on there and subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to us on iTunes. Tune in app. Laughable app. Did you say tuna? Tune in app. Oh, tune in. But I love tuna. And um, <laughs> on iHeartRadio, those are all the places you can watch and or listen to the show. We've got Rachel in the studio, and we're talking about breast cancer. But there's something. Okay, here's the thing. When black women get breast cancer, mm -hmm. and they think about, you know, they're going to lose their hair, it's usually never a big deal. Because mm -hmm. we wear wigs all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, you know, slap that shit on, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but for some women, they are trying to hold on to some, some piece of normalcy. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, some people would be like, well, why is that, why is that person crying about their hair? It's not the hair. It's the life. You know what I mean? It's the pieces. It's like, Okay, I've got to change this. Let me just keep my damn hair. You know what I mean? And it's, look, if that's what's 
a big deal to someone who's going through, who's fighting for their life, okay. That's, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you don't, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, atta- the chemo, like, attacks everything. Your eyelashes, your eyebrows, right. your hair. I mean, the hair on your legs or the hair under your armpit, like, who cares? That's, you know, yeah. not like what it's we're... It's rough. Right, but I mean, it changes how you look. You yeah, know? Like, and, it's like, I don't want to look like powder. Right. Remember that movie? Because he had nothing. <laughs> I didn't want to look sick. Exactly. You don't want to look like right. Like I can, I can like muscle through a lot. Right. But you know when you can't help but look sick because you lost your hair or you lost your eyebrows or your eyelashes, like yeah, it just takes more out of you. It does. You know, like it's not like a. It's just one more battle that you fight. Yeah. So, so you were the first person that I had ever heard talk about the cold cap. Yes. And I remember you, you came up here and you were talking about, I was like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So can you tell us what a cold cap is? Yes. I should have brought it inside. The cold cap? Yeah. But you have it? In my car. Can you please go get it? Yeah. Right now you want me to? Yes. I can Can sit here and think of a whole... Yes, I'm you not, can. Like, attached to anything? Okay, so right while back. she's doing that, I'm gonna uh, talk about my favorite thing, which is me. Um, <laughs> so you guys, um, I'm not sure if you heard, but uh, the vice president is black, and it's a woman too. I don't think everybody knows, James. I think it's well known. Just in case you didn't know, that's what's going on. And currently, right now, Donald Trump is having to pack all of his shit. I can't believe you had it the whole time. Okay, so I just see that was really fast. That would have taken a whole thirty minutes to do that. Okay, so Rachel's gonna tell us and show us. Okay, well, first of all, back to Google. Uh huh. So when they told me I had to do chemo, I started googling how do you not lose your hair during Mm -hmm. chemo. Is that how you learned about the cool cult? <laughs> and so I, I want to call it a cool cup so bad. Remember cool cups from when you were a kid? <laughs> so, I want to call it that. Yeah, so I, I started Googling that, and then I found things about the cool cap, and then I had a friend. Whew, I'm like out of <laughs> It was clear that you ran because you did that in lightning speed. Why don't you just start opening this up okay. to catch your breath? So, <clears throat> oh, there's some of my hair. What? Okay. Why do you have this in your car? Because I don't know what to do with it. I want to give it to somebody. Yeah. So I had to, like, buy it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I had to buy it. I didn't know you had to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, like, you buy the cap, and then the doctor's office, like, has a machine. So I would have to, like, see this purple thing? It has, like, water in it. Yes. So you hook this thing up to the machine. Mm-hmm. This little thing, you hook it up to the machine, and then it circulates all this water, and it makes it freezing cold. And so, what so is it doing when it? It's freezing your hair follicles on your head. So I would have to wear it like this. You look like uh, the beauty school <laughs> dropout section of uh, Greece when they have the the little hair dryer thing on their head. Yeah. You look, you look like the you look like the last kid who's gonna get picked for kickball. <laughs> Most definitely, like oh, you're the kid that everyone has to do rock paper scissors. Whoever loses, that kid has to go on their team. You look yeah. like the worst cosplay of that dancer. Yes. Like, from a job of the hut. Yeah. Yes. You did. Yes. Yes. It does. So, okay. 
Why did you have to purchase it? Does everyone have to buy it? Well, if you... Hold on, let me just take this off a little bit because I can't Please. Talk. <laughs> um, I like... You look like you live in a bubble because you look like your parents put that on you at nighttime <laughs> yeah. in case you roll out the bed and you wouldn't bump your head. Yeah. What, okay, so the, the pole cap. So it, you wear it while you do chemo. Okay. You put it on for an hour before you start your medicine because the medicine is like they put... Oh, sorry. Sorry. See that? Mm -mm. See that? That's my tattoo. But that oh, cool. is um, my port scar. And so you have like your port here. Okay. That's another part of the fun part. So they can go to the same place every time. Yeah, when you so do they don't chemo. have to like go into your vein. They right. just access your port. And then, but, which is also horrible because, I mean, you have like a metal thing that's sticking right out of your chest, right. you know, for months. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, so while they're like getting your pre-meds, whatever, set up, you put this thing on and you let it like freeze your head. It, can you feel the coldness? It's horrible. Wow. But you make it through like the first 15, 20 minutes. And then at the same time, they're giving you, um, like a Benadryl IV, whatever. So mm -hmm. I would just lay down and take a nap. And then when I would wake up, like my head was already frozen. And so it's didn't bother me by the end of it I was like pushing it down like to make sure you know that it got right all my hair but so basically what this <laughs> does is it freezes the hair follicles mm -hmm. so it's basically so the chemo can't get to the hair follicles which is what makes the hair fall out right so if it can't get there and it and then so you wear it during your treatment and then this you wear for an hour and a half after so you have to do it an hour before, mm -hmm. during, and then half an hour afterwards. An hour and a half afterwards. So you have to stay at the hospital that whole time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So but you're, I mean, really the biggest part is just the hour afterwards because, I mean, it takes you all that rest of the time. You're already there. They're prepping to yeah, do yeah, stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. So why do more people not know about this? Well, um, I don't think anybody knows about it. Not anybody, but a lot of people don't know about right. it. Um. So, I mean, the first reason is because nobody knows about it. And then, two, the second reason is people assume that it's, like, super expensive. Mm -hmm. Which, <clears throat> I mean, in the big scheme of cancer treatment, um, I mean, it's, like, $2,000 to for your whole treatment, the whole time you're in chemo. Mm -hmm. To me, that wasn't, I mean, to me, it was worth it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um They'll let you pay monthly, you know. I mean, it wasn't like a, I had to come up with $2,000, like, at once. Right. Um, but it's not covered by insurance, um, which I'm not really sure why. Yeah, that was going to be my next Yeah, question. I mean, they pay for wigs. They pay for prosthetics. Yeah, so why boobs, not pay for this? Like they, why wouldn't they pay for this? I don't know. Because some of the wigs that people get made. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they will spend the they same They cost amount. the same amount or yeah, more. right. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. So, okay. I think people just don't know about it, really. So, why don't the doctors... So, I, because went, I, know so I, went into my, I went into my doctor, and when I went in to say, like, okay, I'll do chemo, um, I said, I'll, I want to do chemo, but mm -hmm. I want to wear the cold cap. And the doctor said, okay, we have it in the closet, the machine. And all the nurses, like, stopped and, like, looked at him, like... What are you talking about? They didn't even know it was there. No, nobody's ever done it. I did my um, treatment at Houston, Houston Methodist, Clear mm -hmm. Lake, 
and I was the first one in my office to do it. And they were all like super excited to see if it worked. Mm -hmm. And I was super excited to see if it worked. Right. Because, I mean, I just wanted to do it like to try. Right. I didn't know if it would work or not. I know a lot of times when people are going through surgeries or having to get treatments for whatever the ailment is, there's usually someone who is like an advocate for them mm -hmm. that tells yeah. them a lot of things. Did, I mean, my advocate was my best friend, um, Amber, because she worked at the office mm -hmm. and she did a lot of like kind of helping me like right. through the process and all of that. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know how it works other places. So I know, you know, with the doctor that's getting ready, the oncologist, mm -hmm. their main goal is to get rid of the cancer. So I get it why they probably yeah, don't I mean, your talk about this. Not the like last a, thing on their right. concern is. Yeah. But it seems like there would be like a nurse or someone who would tell people like these are some of the new things that yeah. we're trying that will help you with <clears throat> whatever it is, if from hair to whatever. Well, since I did it in that office, now they offer it. Okay. To two women. And there's like, I don't know the exact number, but there's at least four or five other women who are doing it mm -hmm. and have done it in there since I finished back in April. I wonder how long the machine was in the, in the closet. Yeah, like too. how many years was it just there, just taking there. up space, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so you kind of walked us through the process. So you have to do that every single time. You're you're doing chemo. What about radiation? No, no. You don't lose your hair during. Okay, radiation. so you don't because you don't lose your hair with radiation. <laughs> it's just the chemo. Mm -hmm. So what? So what was the process for you? Like, what did it do? I know how you looked before. Yeah, my hair was like super long, which I cut it on my own, like just to make it more manageable. Mm -hmm. um, and really miss my long hair, but. Um, it would have looked really weird because you can see like all of this. I did. So you do lose some hair, right? You don't keep all of it. Mm -hmm. And so the shedding process is pretty like significant, mm -hmm. um, towards the end of the red devil. And, you can and the see, red devil is what? For people it's who don't the know. chemo, like it's like the strongest chemo that you can do. Um, so all this like short stuff on top of my head, which I feel like I had a lot more. I don't really... I wasn't bald. I never went bald. You never even went close to no. being bald. And then underneath here, like, this is some new growth under here. Mm -hmm. So I have to keep cutting it just to, like, let it catch up. Right. Which I'm super impatient about mm -hmm. because I feel like I have, like, a Joe Dirt haircut, like, mullet. Well, mullets are coming back in. I know, but so. I'm not even trying to have them. <laughs> You're a trendsetter. It can't, you brought it back, okay? I don't even want it, but I'm trying to be really patient. So, because I mean, the process would be even longer if you hadn't used this and worked. Oh, no, bald. I would be yeah. bald. Yeah, I mean, I would have like this, my hair would be like this long, if even that. Right. I mean, it's only been, I've been done, I finished chemo at the end of April. Mm -hmm. That's what May, June, July, August, September, October, November, like six months fast. Why, why is it that more women are not given this option? Why are they not told about this? Why are they not kind of, I don't want to say coddled through the process, but kind of like, look, this is part of it. And I don't, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Um, I, um, since I did it, I have been talking about it, you know, pretty nonstop. And I want to change that because, mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like everybody should have, the opportunity to use it and mm -hmm. 
there's other companies like this isn't the only one um, but there's you know other companies that you can do it manually mm. where you like have a cap and you put like dry ice in it and mm. it does the same thing and they actually have better results with that mm -hmm. um, probably because you cap longer after you get home um, but I mean I want to change that that's become part of my passion is mm. I would love to get into some doctor's offices mm -hmm. and be able to talk to people about the success that I had and just you know what it can do for you mentally just to have the option and the hope to save your hair you know I mean when you go to the doctor's office you usually leave with like a textbook of pamphlets about right. everything is there no pamphlets in, no I mean, there I was nothing about it there was, but I'm sure I mean, that, there might be now at Houston Methodist but right. not at other okay. offices I would think that because I'm sure the manufacturers of this want you to really tell everybody about right. it so they can Get yeah, it out so there. This, is, this company is called Paxman, and they are um, based out of the, the UK. Okay, okay. United so Kingdom. yours is British. <laughs> Your cold cap is British. British. Yes, so like yeah. when you're talking about it, you should only use a British accent. I can't do that. Do it that. right. Do it justice. Paxman. Yes, like what is this? That is conditioner. So when you go in, you, before you put it on, you have to take this little bottle of water. Uh-huh. And you spray your whole head down. You make it all wet. Uh-huh. And then you put and this then conditioner. And put on there, too? And then you put conditioner on there. Yeah, the, and then you put the hat on. So the conditioner, like, keeps it from, like, sticking, like, when it's okay frozen, like, yeah. Okay, so you did something. You did a thing. I did a thing. You did a thing in October. Oh, yeah. um, yes. So tell us about that thing. So, um, I wanted to do a fundraiser to raise money for a couple organization, like an organization locally that had helped me, um, sisters helping sisters. I wanted to be able to give back to them. And then I also wanted to raise money to be able to provide the cold cap for other girls that are going through chemo. Okay because it's not covered by insurance and it is an ex extra expense mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people, you know, can't afford it. Right. So I wanted to do that and then COVID and mm -hmm. whatever, you know, so I kind of figured whatever, we'll just do it next year. Yeah. And one night we were just like hanging out at you and Jess because that's your spot. What we do a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, the manager from Topwater was there and he was like, why don't we just do it at Topwater. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really wanted to do a cook-off because I like cook-offs. You do. They're fun. Um, I'm just going to say this real quick, that she did a chili cook-off. Oh, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> um, I did beat you at but, least once or I twice. Wait a minute, bitch. Hold on now. Because you Hold threw on. all your chili on the floor. Oh, God, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, look. One year, I won. Yeah. And I made that chili out of pure hate. It's still <laughs> one. Okay, so back to the cook-offs. This girl does love a damn cook-off. I, like I love cook-offs. Um, so we decided to do it, and it was amazing. We had 21 teams that signed up for 21 entries. We did a steak cook-off. So mm -hmm. we had steak, seafood, and Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could show you pictures of... Um, the Bloody Marys, because... Some of those were meals. Those were not just a drink. Yeah. I'm like, wait, there, you, I see onion rings, the, bacon. Did, 
James did the he, Bloody Mary. Of course he yeah. did. Of course he was, he was a, one of the he judges. Was our judge. Of the Bloody Mary they competition. Were, they were extremely impressive. He showed y'all had like a buffet of stuff yes. just from the foods yeah. that were with the Bloody Mary. Yeah, the one that won, they had like nachos like all around the cool. bottom, and they had a Texas, um, a Texas shaped chicken nugget at the top of it. But it was, it, but. See what I mean? You're probably thinking, oh, that sounds good. But no, you're supposed to be judging the Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. It had I mean, a lot of other stuff on, added on to it. Well, and their Bloody Mary was delicious. Here's the thing. Out of all the entries. And he knows a Bloody Mary. There was probably about four that were actually tasty Bloody Marys. Yeah. Everything else was somebody Scary. tried their family <laughs> secret and... No. Now you know why it's a family no. secret. It should have been kept. And this man knows his Bloody Marys because his his liver wakes up in the morning looking for Bloody Mary. Yeah. So trust me. Okay, so you so, decided to do this cook-off. So we cook -off. threw together this cook-off in three weeks, um, and it was a huge success. We did it at Topwater. We had 21 steak entries, um, seafood entries, and Bloody Mary. We had vendors that came out. Um, we had a mechanical bull because... I really wanted one. They are pretty cool. <laughs> so we had a mechanical bull. We had a cornhole tournament. We had silent auction. We had a bake sale. We had like all the fundraiser things. Right. Um, and so we raised um, we raised ten thousand dollars total. That's right. It's awesome. After we paid our bills, we had um, you know seventy five hundred to give away. Mm -hmm. You can't do an event without it costing. Of something. course, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so we had we had this money to give away. Well, um, for for like a charity price, you can get a discount on the cold cap. Okay. So we raised enough money to give away three cold caps mm -hmm. with the charity price, um, and then we were able to give money to Sisters Helping Sisters. Mm -hmm. So. We raised the money, and my first girl that I went to give one to, mm -hmm. um, she started her treatment at MD Anderson Victory Lakes. Okay. And they told her she couldn't use it. And so what is the reason that they gave her for saying that you cannot use something that... So they said that she can't use it because it won't work for the Red Devil, which... The Red Devil is, I can't say the, like, real name of the but it's, medicine, it's, it's but it's strong the, like, strongest chemo. of the chemos. So they told her it wouldn't work for the Red Devil, so she couldn't use it. But what if she's like, okay, it won't work. I just no, want to be cool no. the whole time. They told her, no, she can't use it. So That's crazy to me. It blows my mind. But like, I will say it, it blows my mind. That the MD Anderson down here. Yeah. Is not the world famous one that's in Houston. Yeah. And I've heard that th you would think there were not a lot of differences between the two, but apparently there are. Yeah. And I don't understand why. But if someone has it, you, you, you've got the money, what? So the hospital has to have the machine. The machine. They okay. have to have the machine, and then you buy that cap. Now, do they have the machine there? Yes, they have the machine there. And they but won't they won't let her, let her use, use it, it because they say that it doesn't work, but you did it. And you took the Red Devil, and clearly it did work. And I have my hair. Like, it, it does work. I mean, it's how much it works for everybody is different. Because it's just but different you, people. That, right, yeah. But you should be able to have the option 
to try it, you know, yeah. and do it. So that has sparked me like even more to want to fight for this mm-hmm. and to be able, I mean, it's not going to, I, I want to start a nonprofit and I want to be able to, you know, raise more money for women so that they can save their hair. Right. But that's not going to do me any good. If the, if hospital I, if the hospitals saying, are telling us no, they can't even use it. So I mean, so is there a manager I, we can talk to about this? <laughs> I know. Because that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I know. I like because that. to me, in my head, a person who's getting ready for a true fight for their life, if that's one thing that gives them a little bit of peace. Right, who cares? Then who cares? Right. Just let the, even if you know it won't work. Right. If that's, that, that is the equivalent of like holding on to a teddy bear to them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is comfort. I don't, I'm so confused by the logic behind, no, you can't do it. It's not going to work. So I'm super thankful that the girl that just started chemo, she has the same kind of fight that I do. Good. And she doesn't like being told no any more mm-hmm. than I do. And so she um, sought out another company, and it's called Penguin, mm-hmm. and um, that one is the manual cold cap. So she is has it, to. Is it called Penguin because it's the manufacturer it of the cold cap? <laughs> I like it. I love a the theme. I think penguin. that's genius. It's probably British too. Who knows? It's a penguin. 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 Look, I'm falling off this chair. <laughs> um. Anyways, so she. You will fall off that chair. I'm I know. I was like. Before. That's why I don't sit in that chair. Sliding down. <laughs> thing is so ginormous. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Take somebody out. Anyway, um, just keep grabbing it. That does good for ratings. Because what? It's good for ratings. It is. It is. That's gonna put us in a whole nother. She kept grabbing her one good boob. And it's a good boob. That that's it's a good boob. It really, really is. Okay, so back to the cold cap. So. This lady, she's already started her treatment. Now, let me ask you, mm-hmm. do you have to wear the cold cap during your very first? R- oh, yes. If you. So she's already started and yeah, missed that opportunity. On... No, no. She started on Monday. She started with the penguin. Oh, okay, great. So it's okay. a manual cold cap. She had to get up and change it every 20 minutes. No. <laughs> Don't say that. It's So she is getting ready to go through chemo. Yeah. And then there is a device that is already she in can the have building. It. Yes. Yeah, approved. So you let this person who is sick and whose body is being pumped with poison to get rid of the sickness, and you have something in there that will help her not have to get up and redo something every 20 minutes, and you don't? Mm-hmm. That pisses me off because yeah, yeah. this person is going through enough. Right. And then you're, you're going to make her do extra work. Mm-hmm. Even though you have the machine right there that would make her not have to do that every 20 minutes. Right. Because aren't you sick and weak after chemo? Oh, yeah, for sure. So even after her chemo was done, because you still have to wear it for another hour and a half. Yeah, she's actually wearing it for four or five hours after she gets home. So she's, like, taking it home. Like, the penguin, and maybe that's why they're more successful is mm-hmm. because you do it longer. Um, but I mean, I told her like, let that be your fuel that, mm-hmm. you know, keeps you going. And when you get tired and you don't want to do it anymore, like you're not just doing it for you, you're right. doing it for other women and it matters. Like it yeah. does matter. I mean, I get it's hair and 
I would have rather lost my hair than my life, you right, know, but right. at the same time, it's also something worth fighting for. You I, know, like, we don't just, like, do cancer treatment and say, like, well, I mean, I have to throw up all the time, right. you know, like, so why do we have to do cancer treatment and lose our hair if there's a way not to? I'm just so floored because even though, even with the celebrities that have gone through, uh, breast cancer i've never heard anyone mention this before yeah that's why i'm just like i mean it hadn't been for like, you i mean i i looked it up i think the maybe it's been around longer but i think it's an fda approved and i could be totally mis talking right now mm -hmm. um but i think it's fat checker <laughs> yeah. fat checker but James. i think that it's been <laughs> fda approved since 2017 that's so it's not that new. long yeah it's not that long so what can we do to encourage well, I mean, women Make have to ask doctors. for it. Women so if you don't ask, ask for, it. for it, so you're going in there, you have never heard of this cold cap, you're not going to know to ask for it. Right. Well, that's what we're talking about. It. Yeah. So it's just like, but what can we do to make the doctors? Oh, I don't know. If you, I mean, if anybody can just get me in there so I can talk to them. A protest. I, <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. A protest right outside their office would yeah. get their attention because they would get the news's attention. Yeah. You're not, I'm always down I mean, for I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go the peaceful route first and try to like find somebody who can get me in. No justice, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> but if that doesn't work, I will definitely let you know. <laughs> you know there will be a shit ton of women and men with pink shirts on. Oh, I know. And don't make us make our own oh, little yeah. cold caps and all oh, have little yeah. things on our heads. Yeah. And protest right outside of there. Yeah. Because that's not fair. It's just. In the grand scheme of things, I can see someone saying, "Okay, that's not that big. Of, that's not that big of a deal." But, but when it's you also are not going, that it's not that big of a deal to just let you use exactly, it. especially since you already have it. Right. It's just collecting dust. I guess this. Yeah. Is it there just so they can say, "Oh no, we do have that." Oh yeah. It's very very confusing. Um. So how can women get more in men too? Because men most definitely go through chemo. Mm -hmm. Um, how can they find out more information about the cold cap? Google. <laughs> I, I mean, if you Google cold cap companies, I mean, you can definitely do your own research. I mean, right. there's, um, there's a bunch of different companies that offer it. Mm -hmm. We'll try and find some links since she Paxman, came in unprepared. Penguin. I like Penguin personally. Penguin. That's my favorite. Um, those are only three that I can remember the names of. So here's some numbers. So, um, one in eight women, about 12%, mm -hmm. will uh, develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime. In 2020, estimated 275,000 plus new cases were expected to be diagnosed. Mm. So we're talking a quarter of a million yeah. women every year who, I mean, who knows how many people do or don't know about this mm -hmm. so it's 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 if it weren't for rachel i wouldn't know what a cold cap was no no clue what it was which i just think is just so crazy you know i, what mean, I mean even <clears throat> the lady who is in charge of sisters helping sisters i mean she's helped hundreds of women you know with breast cancer and when i told her that i was doing it i i'm <laughs> I remember the reaction being like, oh, okay. And later she told me, like, I, she's like, I've never heard of it. Yeah. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. And 
Um, I, mean, well, I thought you invented it. There, <laughs> because I, was like, I wish. I mean, <laughs> I think if you take probably like the two methods and put them together, you could probably have a better success oh, rate. Yeah, you know, sure, like if you yeah. did the one in the office with the machine and then capped. Trademark that, man. Trademark it. Yeah. After you got home with the manual, I think you'd yeah. probably be a lot more successful. Yeah, yeah most so definitely. Far, um, Dignicap and Paxman have both been cleared by the FDA, yeah. which means which means they don't cause any risk or injury so they right. can be sold they haven't made any claims yet on on the effectiveness mm -hmm. but it does seem to work of course mm -hmm. so they're available now let me ask you this so when someone is going through uh treatment what do you think are some of the best ways that people can offer them support um i mean the biggest way I felt supported was, I mean, one, the fundraising that happened mm -hmm. for me immediately, um, because you do just have a lot of costs that you don't expect, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and then also, I mean, you brought me meals several times mm -hmm. and, you know, that's, it was a huge weight off just to not have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also just like super simple, like asking someone how they are, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. it never, like sometimes it didn't, I didn't even think about like, how am I right. doing until somebody asked me like, how are you doing? Right. And I would have to stop and like ask myself that question, like, mm -hmm. how am I doing? Because you're in survivor mode. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're not really thinking about it. And um, I mean, I received little gifts every, you know, like it, I would whether it was a bracelet, like, I mean, right. I have friends that, um, my dad actually, um, just took off his bracelet, but he had on one of those rubber, like, pink ones. Mm -hmm. Um, he had one of those, Eric has been wearing his, like, since I got diagnosed, and my kids, you know, have right. them on, and just even, even just wearing that, and, like, me seeing other people, like, wearing it in support of me. Right. Um, it means a lot. And my dad yesterday with my colonoscopy was Is there a bracelet hemorrhoids. for that? Um, <laughs> is, I just want to know what color they are. I want to know what color guess. bracelet for, for, you get for that. For hemorrhoids? No, for the colon. No, those are already the colonoscopy. What? I cannot say that's disgusting. <laughs> hey, there's colon, no name for him. I can't colonoscopy. Oscopy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, what color is the bracelet for that? That's if not. There was that's one? just a like. They need bracelets too. Brown. <laughs> it's just brown. It's a brown ring, exactly like they went it's into. It's not a. It's not a disease. It's a. I know. Oh. <laughs> But people need support when they're about to go through it. Well, they need support hey. afterwards because you do feel like you just went through something. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. My dad said he didn't talk to anyone for a couple of days. He's really? just like, I just My didn't feel right. My kids were like FaceTiming me like while I was like on the toilet. I'm like, really? You want to talk right now? Uh, see, <laughs> no. Mine, I did the, uh, the propofol. I was out, out during it. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, oh, no. I was out during it. That was not a long enough nap. But Right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about during the prep. My oh. children and my brother wanted to FaceTime. They, I mean, they wanted to show their support to you. Like, the so best there's a couple of, uh, there's, there's a couple of uh, charities that people can also look at. Mm -hmm. There's the Rapunzel Project yes. mm -hmm. and also Hair to Stay, mm -hmm. which is uh, uh, two nonprofits that right. support this. I like the Rapunzel. So, that's cute. So like mine that. is going to be, so the name of our cook-off was Boob. 
Boots, Boobs, and Barbecue. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be, I think, the name of our nonprofit. Okay. Boots, Boobs, Barbecue. And we have a Facebook page for, um, I mean, we had one for our event, but we're going to keep it going. It's okay. going to be an every year. Or you could do, thing. like, Boots, Boobs, and Braids. Oh, yeah. She already has the name, James. So she's okay. not looking for new. She's not looking think. for ideas for names. She 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 just said she had one. I thought the barbecue part would be good for an event, but yeah. for the foundation. But they're gonna do yeah, the event yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah. But she said. But I'm gonna raise money. I want to raise so much money to be able to give away. So that's so my next question. How can people find out more about your organization? I know you're in going through the process of becoming a nonprofit, mm -hmm. but if someone said, let's just say someone sees this and says, you know, thanks to the Libra Lounge with Keisha show, yeah, we <laughs> notice I had to throw <laughs> We want to donate the money to purchase a cold cap for someone. So if someone wanted to donate right now, they could donate to Sisters Helping Sisters. Okay, so right now go to Sisters Helping Sisters. Um, if they had questions about it, let's say there's someone who's watching and they know they're getting ready to go through chemo and they have questions about the cold cap and they want to, can they email you? They or call me, Facebook me. I okay. Mean, I'll give you my. So we'll put um, when we post this, producer James will put Rachel's email on here and the Facebook link to her page. Before we go, is there anything else that you want people to know about breast cancer awareness or the cold cap? <laughs> it's, um, it's your stage. I know. I know. Uh, I just wasn't prepared for that question. I mean, I feel like we talked a lot about it. I mean, mm -hmm. just. Just know that there are options, you know, mm -hmm. and that you have to advocate for yourself yeah. and that even if someone tells you no, I mean, if you, people are very generous and if that's something that is important to you, saving your hair during your cancer treatment, mm -hmm. there is a way. I mean, there just is. There's, right. there's always a way. And right. I, I mean, it's part of your fight, you know, mm -hmm. if it's important, then fight for it. Yeah. I think that's perfectly stated right there. Um, so also, if you are in our area and you're looking to purchase a new home mm -hmm. or sell a home, you can also contact Rachel McMurray, and she yes. would love, 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 love to help you purchase <laughs> your next home. Thank you so much for coming out and educating all of us about the coal cap. Is that it right, coal cap? Yes, coal, coal cap. cap. Yeah, she sent me a text like, you, it's not the freeze cap, Keisha. It's, 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 it's the cap. cold cap. So um, thank you so much for letting us know about that. And you'll have to come back so we can get an update when you get your... I know. Your... On Monday, I'm going to start this process of getting evened out. Oh, it's a process? It's not just one procedure? Yeah. So they're going to start taking fat from this side and then put it over here. and then. How many times do they have to do that? I don't know. I don't understand. Matt Damon went to Mars. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, she we're, has to have we're dealing with trips. the human body. So, I mean, the last time they did it, my body rejected it. And then really? it, like, its own fat. Yes. It rejected it. And I, like, oozed. I remember you showed me that. Yes. That was, um. It was disgusting. That was, uh, took us to a whole new level of friendship <laughs> right there. Was, which now when I go back and look at those pictures, I'm like, that's so gross that I made people look at that. So here's but the thing. So when I, you have I, an open wound, you just want to show people. I had to describe. 
I had to describe it to James oh, what yeah. the, the oozing looked like. And yeah. this is what I said. I said, take the worst sinus <laughs> infection you've had in your life, mix it with like a bad yeast infection, and then just a regular infection right. and the mucus that would be created. <laughs> That was the hole that was right there. That's like, I was like, oh, my God. But I had to play it cool in front of you. I was like, yeah. oh, it's not that bad. It's not it was that, that bad. bad. Yeah, like, really I, you can't bad. tell someone right then and there, oh. It was boy. really, really bad. But yeah, it was. It, it, and it, it went yeah. on for months. I remember you couldn't even get chemo until right, that I got to, cleared like, up. Stop chemo, and then, like, they couldn't fix it because I was doing chemo. It was. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So imagine the worst sinus infection. I'm going to, I figured out. The worst sinus infection you've ever had, a yeast infection, then just a general infection mixed with pistachio pudding. Mm. That was the coming stuff that was coming boob. out of your boob that day. Mm. Yes, it was. Did I get, do you think that was an accurate oh, yeah. description of it? Disgusting. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it was. But now she's about to have a perfect titty over there. So We're that's all that means. Yes. And we will cover the process of it. <laughs> Big time, like Rachel sent in a picture of the first round of the today, the new today, and then it's like, well, this is the second round of the new today. But we just, I cannot wait. I can't wait either. Okay, so I can't wait to the testing phase. Yeah, the what? To the what? The testing phase. To squeeze it. You test them. You test them. I can't wait to be able to put on a shirt and button it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of, I mean, oh, right yeah. now it's a hot mess, like this, it's too big. That's a nice size city, though. Not when you have nothing on the side. I know, but let's not take away from the greatness of this, this titty. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> take, that titty's taking one for the team. You know what I mean? It's taking something. Do you, have you named it? Hell no, I want it to go away. I My titties to get... are Helga and Olga. You oh. have to name them big old, wait, this one's got to be big old something. That one's got to be itty bitty something. Yeah, titty. Itty bitty titty. <laughs> That's what it is. All right, we'll be right back with Bitch Please. Oh, boy. righty. I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. Um, we're we're going to do Bitch Please, but it's going to be a little bit different. But I know how much you guys enjoy the intro to Bitch Please, so we're going to go ahead and play it for you. Bitch Please! You be rolling down the street, telling stories, bitch you never tell the truth. Bitch Please! Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. All right, uh, so since the only thing that any of us have been talking about the last week has been the presidential election, right? That's really it. Like, no matter what you're talking about, like, what's for dinner? Oh, chicken fried steak. And uh, did you hear about that Joe Biden boy? He's the new president. Yeah, it's funny how we quit talking about COVID or BLM or protests or any of that. It's almost like all that was connected. Yeah, I mean, that's what people have been saying this whole time anyway. Had it not been Gets an election it. year, none of that shit would have that's occurred. That's a crazy conspiracy theory. Yes. Shit. But yeah. me being the petty bitch that I am, um, I have found great humor in the memes that have been created um, that really revolve around the fact that Donald Trump lost his job. 
So producer James is going to pop some up uh, on here and I'm going to read them how I think they should be read. <clears throat> Anything come for me? If you've seen the movie, The Color Purple, that is Seely, the scene where, you know, she's trying to check to see if uh, her sister has written her, um, which is just a play on the whole, where the fuck were the mail-in ballots at, basically? <laughs> it's just like, damn the, damn the postal service is mighty slow. Okay, let's do another one. <laughs> I'm about to drop off the rest of these ballots, but I'm going to take my time. And you've got Hillary Clinton as a FedEx employee. That one actually tickled me. Pretty bad, pretty bad, because you know she's probably, you know she is so happy that Donald Trump lost. She ain't happy. She's still pissed that she lost in 2016. Get over it, bitch. Just get over it, okay? All right, let's do another. Um, baby, I, I, I'm going to need you to go ahead and clock out for me. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're just going to let you clock out early today. That one's pretty fucking funny right there. But what's even funnier is that old-ass computer that they use. <laughs> Next. This one actually made me roll out of the bed laughing. This is the electoral map. If Biden wins every state containing area codes where ludicrous claim to have hoes. Which is so, it's even funnier if you know me, because that is one of my all-time favorite songs is Area Codes by Ludacris. What's so funny to me is that of like all the area codes he lists out, some of the states that he missed, like he missed Maine. And you don't Vermont. want a hose from Maine. In West Virginia. You don't want a West Virginia hose. Uh, he didn't miss Louisiana. Or he missed Alaska. You don't want no Alaskan hose. You want to chew a good old Texas hose. I'm, well, he'd like Texas, but I'm trying to figure out and notice that he left most of that middle white bread part of the country out. Because there ain't no good hose there at all. That's, those are some big ass, you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Nobody in Wyoming? No. Utah? No. Montana? No, Oklahoma. No, they just not learning about twerking in those uh, <laughs> in those states. They, it's something. It's the new dance craze that's going about. All right, do we have another one? Nevada be like, yeah, I got both to count, but we can talk, girl. Go ahead and tell me. They can wait. They can wait. That is really what black women do. Like, if it is some good gossip or a good dick story, we don't care if the fucking kitchen is on fire. It's going to have to wait until you go ahead and tell us the whole thing. Do we have another? Is he gone yet? Fucking <laughs> Statue of Liberty. I know Liberty is going to be returned, restored in our country, Lady Liberty. He is almost gone. Okay, do we have one more or is that it? Last one and my favorite. Okay, what is this? They ain't really mad about Joe. They mad about that goddamn color gal that they put in that White House. You have to burn the whole White House. Everything her colored ass touch, you got to burn down. Burn the sheets, burn the door, burn that spoon. Yes, if you don't know, this is uh, one of the characters from Django. <laughs> um, what was this his name? Favorite. I can't remember um, his name. But, I mean, he was played by Samuel L. Jackson. Just, so just read it in the Samuel L. Jackson. Steven? His name was Steven. His name was not Steven? His name was Steven. It was. Really? Yes. I remember Leonardo DiCaprio, Steven, you old dog. Oh, he looked like his name would have been Cotton Eye Joe or Steven. something like that. <laughs> or or he, he looks like his middle name would be, at least be Roots. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it looks, he looks like a Rufus. I, he, so here's the thing. It doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter 
floor president is. I mean, it does, but it, then it doesn't, but it kind of does because all of us still got bills to fucking pay regardless. You know what I mean? I'm like, no matter who the president is, our asses still have to get up and go to work every day and pay those bills. Um, but I am so glad that that election is fucking over. It was draining. To, I had to get drunk that night to stop my blood pressure from going up, 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 up. That was, that was I feel like we should all get a stimulus check we're just having to having to go through those how many days how many days after the election did we find out who the president was well there's still lawsuits okay see so, i mean it's, it's a thing. A good. days it was days that was too much i think that they should at least write all of us a stimulus check for about fifty thousand dollars for pain and suffering you know what i mean well you let them damn democrats in that's what will happen Black folks taking over the White House. All righty, everyone. Uh, we will see you next week for our 100th episode. It's the Nibelow. The Nibelow. Ooh.